The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants and no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. you got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your Friday business, afternoon, you and it's John DePietro. And we are uh, still at the Board of Elections where we have a big crowd. And I want you to meet some of the people that are here, starting with, now you are just terrific. Tell everyone uh, your name and tell us a little bit about what you brought here today. Hey, Rhode Island. How are you? Kathleen Foran. I came here today representing we, the people of the United States of America. One voice, but one big, humongous voice. We here in Rhode Island, just like so many across this country, are demanding a legal recount of legal mail-in ballots. We want more witnesses because we know there was a fraud that occurred overnight between November 3rd and the 4th. All right, now let me ask you, no one from the Board of Elections came out to address you or anything? Nobody from the Board of Elections has come out to this crowd today. Well, think about that. Does that make sense to anyone? Why? You have a group of people that have come out on a Friday upset, basically here for answers. Gave up their lunch and not- hour. Yes. Gave up their lunch hour. Nobody from the Board of Elections came out to talk to us today. And we hollered and we yelled that we know they heard us. And nobody came out. Why is that? Why won't they prove that Biden took Rhode Island? That's right. Yeah. Why won't they prove it? Right. I mean, at the very least, the it's not every it's not every day. Actually, this has never happened before with the presidential election, where you have three hundred people come out during their lunch hour, and no one from the Rhode Island Board of Elections comes out to address the crowd. I believe you're you're entitled to an explanation. You're a taxpayer. You're a citizen. I am. Yes, you I voted, right? I am. Yes. Doesn't I your have. vote matter? See, what they don't get is we're not asking, John. We are demanding. Yes. No, they don't hold the power in the state of Rhode Island. Guess who has the power and everybody needs to hear it? Right. We the people, in order to establish a more perfect union. Now, let me ask we you. We the people. What was your reaction election night at 8 o'clock? They post the results. President Trump is ahead of Biden. I was excited. Guess what? I put it on social media. All our hard work over the past two years has paid off. Rhode Island has flipped Red. And then at 9 o'clock, President Trump still in the lead. Still in the lead. 10 o'clock, President Trump in the lead. Still in the lead. 11 o'clock, President Trump in the lead. Still in the lead. At midnight, they post that Biden has edged up less than a point. So it's going to come down to a recount of the mail ballots at 1 o'clock. Boom. Mail dump. Biden blowout. When nobody was watching, it's happened all across the United States. You'd want to know why? Because Biden didn't run on policies. And because the United States of American people, we the people, do not want Marxism. We don't want socialism. We do not want communism. America will never be a communist, socialist, Marxist nation. We are not ruled. The people rule. Will you recognize Biden and Harris as your president and vice president? Nope, not until they prove that every legal, hear my words, people, legal votes have been counted. They need to prove that they had counted every legal vote. 
Exactly right. All right, great job. You did a great job today. I want to talk with some Thanks, of the Jeff. other, Thank you, absolutely, some of the other people that are here, starting with, <laughs> let's have, just for a minute, just give first names, first names. Hey, listen, you took the time to come out. Very fashionable, uh, very fashionable face mask. Just first name, first name. Nicole. All right, and tell us what brought you here today. The corruption in the country, especially the corruption in Rhode Island. Yes. I mean, and, and did anyone while you were here, wouldn't you have liked to have some election official come out and say, let me explain what happened here? Absolutely, but they can't. I mean, think of that, how people took the time, come out. You know what's amazing is if we were a group of protesters, they would have been out here in two seconds, let us explain what happened, blah, blah, blah. Because it's a bunch of well-behaving, peaceful Trump supporters, no one comes out. Exactly. Right? I mean, let's just be honest, that's what happened. I mean, when you think about it, all of the destruction that's taken place across the country has been because of the progressive liberals, um, the Black Lives Matter, where the conservatives, I mean, we've been sitting back and taking it and just trying to keep the peace. Who else is trying to keep the peace? You know? And, and well, explain the feeling and the energy that was here today. For instance, you seem glad that you came. Oh, I was very glad I came. And what were the what were the people like? People, listen, we deserve an answer. We this is insane what happened. He was winning the entire night. Now they say, oh, no, it was mail ballots that beat him. And now they won't show anyone the mail ballots. No, exactly. Again, it goes back to the fraud. But everybody here was very friendly. Um, like the lady before me said, like, you know, people are here on their lunch breaks. This is important to people. That people are leaving to go back to work. Yeah, exactly. Unlike the protesters that have the rest of the day. They don't work work at all. They don't They're just getting up. <laughs> Crack at noon, they get up. Exactly. That's why the protests are always at night, because they, they sleep all day. But no, this is, seriously, and right now, describe the scene. Look at this. A bunch of Trump supporters right there, Plainfield Pike, right off of 295, with Trump signs, American flags, and back the blue. Absolutely. And cars that are going by, trucks that are going by, they're all honking. They're all showing support, because we all know that there was corruption. And let me tell you, John, if this had gone the other way, oh the liberals would be screaming from the rooftops that there was fraud. Yes. And as a matter of fact, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this beautiful Friday afternoon uh, at 1.13. Uh, with me is Nicole from uh, Coventry. And uh, I have on my website, DePietro.com, an interview with the leader of Black Lives Matter. And he said, if President Trump wins, we're going to riot and burn down the cities. That's just sick. And then, did you and see I, that interview on video at all? I, I did not. You've seen some of the videos I've posted. Oh, of course, absolutely. But the thing is, that shows their mentality. Yes. They're the ones who are divisive. Yes. It's not us. Yep. They're trying to blame us. It's not us. And think of the fear they instill, though, yes. the mob. If we don't get our way, right. I want, for instance, the Columbus statue. We don't like the statue. Tear it. Take it down, and we're going to tear it down. This happened. We don't like it. So we're going to smash windows and break things. Let's get rid of plantations. That's right. Now, I don't believe that either. The fact that the entire night that was being defeated and suddenly mail ballot drop and the state name changes. Now, here's the key thing about the plantation. I'm glad you mentioned that is because God help who in their right mind would want to challenge that because then you'd be a racist. They'd come after you. The mob would come after you. Who would, who would want that coming? Can you imagine? DePietro opposes plantation. I'd have more people after me than already is, and I didn't think that's possible. But you know what? We Northerners, we're the ones who went down south and got rid. We helped to eliminate slavery. You can't hold that against us any longer. You just can't. That's right. So, and again, thank you for coming out. It's good to talk to you. So now, do, do we have someone else that we can chat with for a moment? Why not? And again, just first names. All right, just first names. Folks, again, it's uh, have a seat. Just tell everyone your first name. Nancy. Nancy. And where are you from? Jamestown. 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 All the way for you made it all the way from Jamestown here? It's not far in Rhode Island. No, it's actually not far. <laughs> now, tell everyone, what was it like being here? We're at the Board of Elections. You're holding a sign, Stop the Steal. What does it say on the other side of the sign? Let me just uh, count every vote. Tell everyone, what brought you out here to the Rhode Island Board of Elections on this beautiful Friday? Well, I... I saw that, and I, I volunteered the entire day on Election Day. Yep. I watched it. Whereabouts? In Jamestown, and it seemed very honest. Yep. Um, at 8 o'clock, when we, when we heard the uh, votes, the tallies, great, went home. And that late that night, we saw that uh, 
our town council member votes were tallied. And then the next day, suddenly a hundred new votes were found. You've got thousands of votes in Jamestown. A hundred new votes were found. And our biggest vote getter for town council, Republican Bill Paiva, was now in sixth place and off of the uh, town council. How is that possible? How is that statistically possible that a hundred votes could be found, mail-in ballots, and take him from the top vote getter to the bottom? It can't. That's impossible. And they wanted no explanation. They wanted Sanctuary City in Jamestown, which is, you can get right to the Navy base from Jamestown. So I'm very suspicious about that because now they're going to try to really push that through, I think. The Sanctuary City. Yeah. And as you know, if you don't have, watch out here a little bit. If you don't have the, uh, and I think your mask actually blew away over there, so you can go get it. But if you don't have... If the vote is not, if people don't believe in the vote, that's where then chaos just ensues. And a problem that is developed right now in Rhode Island is people don't believe the vote. I don't feel confident when I saw that no GOP people were able to monitor the vote counting. Yes. How about that? That's outrageous. Yes. How are we supposed to trust it when there's no transparency? Yes. And you know, and this is part of the process, though. Take somebody right out, and now we are wide open. One hundred votes come out of nowhere and knock them out. You know what else is wide open for for whatever they want. If, if people don't have faith in the vote, that's how people get frustrated. People say, "Why bother?" And then the other side, like it's all part of it, right? It's 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 there is an effort to frustrate. That's what people have to understand. This is this is there's an effort to frustrate people. They want people to feel frustrated. They want people to say, "I give up." But the, the B to me, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this beautiful Friday. We're right in the, still here at the Board of Elections. You still have a big group of people with signs uh, outside for, uh, the, uh, for President Trump, people demanding answers. But I think the biggest thing that swayed this was when the Secretary of State said, you don't have to have a notarized mail ballot. So follow what happened. When she learned you don't have to have a notarized mail ballot, did you receive mail ballot application to your house? I did. I did, too. Did you request? No. no. I didn't request it either. So you had applications that went out everywhere. Now, anything that came back, a ballot was sent out. And when you don't have to notarize something, that's like having, this is the way it was explained to me. That's like having a store where it's an honor system when you're leaving the store. As if you, like, no cash register. Honor system. That you, come on, forget about it. Yeah, now, there's no trouble. with this at all. No. Zero. And, 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 and it's no surprise they're saying it's a, I don't think it's a record turnout of legitimate voters. It's a record turnout of, it's really, it's, listen, it's illegal mail ballots that cause this. Yeah, and with the iPads checking in licenses, that was legal. Yes. But it also tells them who has voted and who has not voted. Yeah. And how are we to know who voted that night? Right. Who didn't vote? Yeah. Now, we're also hearing certain progressives, they did, they sent in a mail ballot. They did early voting. And then some of them tried to sneak in and voted on election day. Now, you worked the polls. Were you able to tell if someone had done early voting? I was volunteering. Okay. So, no, I did not have access to what was being seen. So, but is it possible that someone could have gone and that had been part of early voting and the person there wouldn't have known? There was only one couple that said they were told that they had already voted and they said they did. And that was James. Right. But... They said they didn't, so they got a provisional ballot. They looked into it. But I think everything was honest in the actual... You noticed it was everything closed afterwards, boom. And that poor Bill Paiva, 100 votes, knocked him out. He he had the top vote getting. He was a retired... He is a retired cop, retired from the rec director. He's the football coach at North Kingstown High. He's extremely popular. Yep. Just who you would want. He's a Just who you would owner want. that has always been there. Yes. And he went from the top vote getter to now number six, and there's only five positions. So he's out after a hundred mail-in ballots. It just dumped in the middle of the night. No. Right. Now, that should be contested. Now, again, folks, for those that are just tuning in, we're outside the Rhode Island Board of Elections. State police are here. They're inside. 
I am amazed that you had a group of American citizens come here in their lunch hour basically asking for some explanation how President Trump lost the election, that it was winning the entire night. People, he and the rallies, but... But the numbers of people, I mean, it just didn't look like there's any chance that Biden would have a, a tenth. You had a front row seat in Jamestown because of the, the, the Trump boat parade. Right. right I was in there. Yes. <laughs> but also, on top of that, on you were at the polls volunteering. How did we ever get it? Forget about the pandemic. How do we ever get away from that? You don't have to go that day and vote and show your ID. I mean, for crying out loud, I, were the polls that crowded that no, day? No, it was dead. But even if there was lines, there was social distancing, there was the, the plexiglass, everything was completely safe. Wow. There was no need for this mail-in stuff. No, there wasn't. We had the early voting, yeah. which I think they check you but i never volunteered there well, you don't know but the other thing was what really decided this election i want everyone to hear and understand in my opinion it was that the mail ballots did not have to be notarized let's face it that's that's license stealing and there's just no trust there's no, no trust well, do you trust the system after this? No. no no because in a system we should have verification yep. Trust but verify is a saying that's yeah. been around a long time. Yep. There's no verification here. Yeah. And then they didn't allow the GOP to monitor the vote checking, right. I, the counting. I just, what was it, Stalin that said, everybody's talking about this. Stalin said, don't worry about the voters, worry about the vote counters. Stalin's phrase is, it doesn't matter who votes, it's who counts the votes. Yeah. And it just feels like we have lost dangerously our country and inside this building the Rhode Island Board of Elections there's anonymous people that we don't know they won't come out they won't let us in we're supposed to take their word for it that the election went the way it's supposed to if that is the case where's the transparency right and and our legislature hasn't met for how long eight months but haven't met since they, February. But then I saw that they all met together to choose their new speaker. So the caucus, the new leader. So they're not worried about social distancing yeah. for that. Yeah. But we, most importantly... have no representation now. Yeah. It's just... The, what they've done using this COVID has just a takeover. It's a complete takeover of this country. It really was over the voting system because then everything becomes, well, we can't do that because of COVID. I want to go in and monitor. No, you can't because of COVID. We want to see the mail ballots. No, you can't come in because of COVID. Everything, that is the fallback they use to basically, let, let's be honest, there's, if anything during a pandemic, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this Friday afternoon. If anything during this pandemic, you would think they would have said it's going to be a low turnout election because people can't go out and so forth. Largest election ever. I, I don't believe that. It's because of the mail ballots. It is. They yeah. said in Jamestown, 75% of people had already voted before the day. See, that, there was no reason for that either. And if you, So why didn't they have those mail ballots already calculated nationwide? Why is it that there's all of a sudden these dumps when... When people had voted, and they knew so many people had voted, where are these coming from? To me, it's because they knew digitally who was left over, and they worked their butts off. Let's just I think. Just can't trust any other solution. Let's just think for a moment. Like, let's stay with the state name change. Okay, supposedly that won by twenty-six thousand votes. So at eight o'clock, they released the numbers day of voting at the polls, and it had failed. Okay. At 11 o'clock to midnight, they released the early voting results that finished, and it had failed. So let's just say there was someone that really wanted to push it. You save the mail ballots for last, and then you see, okay, we're down by this much. If we push this in, it'll pass by 26,000 votes. Who's to say that that didn't happen? We have no proof it didn't happen. Yeah, we have no way to know because there was no verification, and that's the sad thing. They just took over, and all we could do was trust them. Yeah. Trust them for what? Now, you were working the polls that day. Well, you had to volunteering. volunteering and, but you saw people showing their ID. Yes, it all seemed very legitimate. Yeah, and I'm sure it was. It went slow. And the mail ballots started when they started to enforce voter ID at the polls. See, they always find a way around. They never had mail ballots. Suddenly, when you have to show your ID at the polls, boom, they bring out mail ballots. Because, let's face it, if you sent back 
your mail ballot application. They didn't drive to your house and say, hey, I want to make sure. You-. No, you got a ballot back in the mail. Yeah. We had people who, they had relatives who had passed away. They got mail there. I have uh, listeners that a man, the man who sold them the house, they haven't lived there in 10 years. They got ballots to the house. He received, uh, I had one listener, he had ballots arrive for both his parents who have passed away ballots arrive for the family that lived them prior to there if he wanted to if he had sent back all those mail ballot applications he said he would have received like 15 ballots in the mail and again if he had filled them all out no one was going to check to see because you could just put an x for a signature and that's accepted these days is that right yes you can just put an x and that's accepted no i wasn't aware of that yes I thought they no. had to check the signature. No, an X is accepted as a signature. Something else that they never tell you. Now, you're seeing this nationwide. They're saying President Trump needs to show that there was voter fraud. But what they don't tell you, because I investigated this after the 2018-2016 election. <clears throat> In the past, you have to sign a form. And the Secretary of State, Nellie Gobea, will say... Oh, no, you have to sign a form under penalty of perjury that this is accurate and you're a citizen and so forth. Let's just do a little game, almost like a game show here. But in 25 years, if think of all the people that have voted in Rhode Island now, past 25 years, right? How many people would you guess of, it's been over a million votes cast. How many people would you guess have ever been convicted of checking off under penalty of perjury, in other words, fraudulently voting. If you had to just venture a guess. Probably nobody. I never nobody. Zero. I don't think they're checking. They're not I, checking. That's my... I don't think they're even checking if you vote in more than one state. No. And, and New Hampshire has same-day re- voter registration, yes, I believe. Which is all the people have masks go up, they use their summer houses there, and then they vote in New Hampshire. My point is, it would almost be like... Right here, which is uh, 295. If they said on 295, there hasn't been one speeding ticket issued the entire summer. And then you find out, well, there was no police out there monitoring to see if there was anyone speeding. So just because no one's been convicted of it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't go on. Now, let's just play the odds. Are we really to believe that of millions of ballots cast, and it is millions in Rhode Island over a 25-year period, are we to believe that? There wasn't at least one example of voter fraud? Yeah, I just don't. It just, doesn't make sense. I do not have any faith in this election at all. Isn't that terrible? It's, it's horrible. You know, and I agree with you, and I hate feeling that way as well. I do. It makes me want to cry. I love this country so yes. much. And I also want to ask you this. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. Uh, we are outside the Board of Elections, where it was a very successful, uh, enthusiastic Trump supporters gathered at the Board of Elections because of very questionable practices. I mean, this is crazy. Now, you're, do you have Langevin or Cicilline? Is, is he Jamestown CD1 or CD2? Cicilline. Cicilline. Now, I don't know if you had heard me earlier. When Congressman David Cicilline was elected in 2010, 10 years ago, he, he won with 81,000 votes. Now, declining population in CD1, Rhode Island may lose one of the congressional seats. Could be him, could be Langevin, but could lose it, right? So, so they had, supposedly, if we're to believe this, he received 160,000 votes on Tuesday. Do you know, I was speaking with someone in Washington yesterday that said that is absolutely impossible that you would double the population of people that voted for you. It doesn't matter, the Republican. This, can you explain to me how he got 160,000 votes? I absolutely There's no way. And it was all mail ballots that came in for him. Yeah, right? that, that's the thing. It's impossible. If he, if he got, we, can you imagine, now you live in Jamestown, think how difficult it is if someone said, we'd like you to go out and try to find 5,000 new voters. That'd be oh, tough. It's impossible. It's impossible. He found 80,000 new voters. Yeah, I just, you could fill Gillette Stadium with a Patriots play and then put the Dunkin' Donuts Center on top of that, and he still found more voters. Then that, That's impossible. Picture the Dunkin' Donuts Center and Gillette, 80,000 people, brand new voters for Cicilline. Does that make sense? No, no, no. During a pandemic. I know. I, I feel like there needs to be some reconciliation of these folks, that yes. we need to do some random checks to make sure that some of these older people that... The voter rolls. Right. Yes. Our 
from what I hear, our border rolls are not clean. Oh, my God. And yeah. that's enough to, to distort the whole thing, especially when it's digitally. They sync it every hour. They know who has come in every hour. Yeah. So they know who's not voted yet, and they can kind of estimate. It just It's just too suspicious. I just I just can't trust it. I, you know what else? If you've been watching a lot of the coverage on television, they're saying, you know, President Trump, who spoke yesterday, and I don't blame him for being frustrated, saying, you know, he's undermining the democratic process. Well, let, let's talk about undermining the democratic process. How about someone wins and we find out there was spying on his campaign? The whole narrative was Russian collusion, right, that started the whole Mueller investigation. Then it became impeachment. Then it became Biden's going to win in a landslide. If you want to talk about undermining the, the democratic process, why don't they look in the mirror and look at themselves and what they've done? You know, I will sound like a fanatic if I say this. Please say it. <laughs> I do not trust the DNC and the whole COVID. I, I just have not trusted that it was an accidental release because look how it has turned everything around in this country. They have us controlled like... Nothing I've ever seen. What do you think of the new curfew in the state? You have to be home at 10 o'clock at night. I, it doesn't affect me. Did you hear the new requirement? You have to have a picture of Governor Raimondo up in your house. Did you hear about the new one? No, no, that's a joke. That is a joke. Okay. So so the 10 o'clock thing, I mean, I, I work. I, I'm not out all hours of the night. But the thing is, is when you start inhibiting people's or restricting our freedoms... That's not America. And how does somebody know that at 10 o'clock you're going to be more exposed than you are at 5 o'clock in Target? What about the fact you have to hand in a list of anyone that you were in communication with over the past two weeks? You mean if you get COVID? Or if you're suspected of having COVID. They want your tracing list. Who were you talking to the past two weeks? Don't you think that's an intrusion? Well, it, you can justify it. But see why I feel like this whole thing has been on purpose? Because look at the control and access they have to our lives from this. So I know nobody else would probably admit that. But I just can't help but think that when they went to the lengths that they did in the last election... And they could see how much good Trump was doing for this country, and there would be no way to beat him. They had nothing they could say against him. They needed something. So, there it is. Excellent job. Excellent job. All right. Well, thank you for coming out. You're a great guest. You want to uh, say hello to anyone out there? Uh, Hello, America. Hello, patriots. Jesus is still on the throne. That's right. What's going to happen in Jamestown, though? Now you have me interested in that race. That's terrible. Bill Piva went to bed. He was up 100. He wakes up. Oh, we got 100 ballots in the middle of the night. You came in six. You're out. It's, it just doesn't feel right at all. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's statistically a possibility. And was he, I'll bet he was a good, was he a good campaigner out there? Um, he's not a big campaigner. He's just a, a guy that everybody loves. And um, there really wasn't any campaigning in Jamestown with COVID. There were just signs. He had a ton of signs. Everybody loves him. He was on the council last term. You know, what's also interesting, before I let you go, is um, a number of candidates that ran against progressive candidates in different towns, they were surprised that on election day, most of the time, you know, you're sitting there holding the sign for the progressive running. I'm standing here for the Republican or the independent, whoever. None of the progressive candidates had anyone out at the polls holding signs. And then, you know, you know what also comes in is everyone was wondering, how come Biden doesn't have to go out and campaign? Right? There was questions about how come he's not out there? Shouldn't he be out there? And now we know why. And then his, his uh, verbal explanation of how we have mastered the fraud. <laughs> Remember when oh, he said that? Yes. He yes. sure has. Big time. We don't know what no. what went on, but right. none of us believe it. Thank you for chatting with us this afternoon. All right, folks, and again, that's right. Thank you, folks. It's John DePietro, and again, right now it is uh, one thirty-five, and um, I want to uh, bring over Keith from the uh, Trump campaign. He's run Trump New England. Hey, folks, I want to remind you again. It's a beautiful day. We're outside at the Board of Elections. There are still some Trump people that are here. 
and uh, state police, some security is still here, but it's just a beautiful day. There's a number of Trump people that have signs and flags. I want to remind you about Allstate Lock. You can call them at 401-349-0042. Allstate online, allstatelock.com. Uh, Danny Gruslin and Jared, security cameras, car keys. Folks, Allstate Lock online, allstatelock.com, or call them at 401 401- Three four nine zero zero four two. So we will obviously uh, follow the, uh, the the story. It is um, it, it's tough, folks, because you know during the course of the spring and into the summer, the the Trump people were out there. The Trump people were making their presence felt. Uh, the Trump people were very very aggressive out there on the trail. And I, again, I'm saying. Uh, right now at 136 on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipetro.com. I think it's, uh, I just think it's, I, I'm shocked that no one from the Board of Elections came out to say to a number of the people that are here, like, hey, let me explain what happened. And we understand why you feel that way. <laughs> and uh, in that, you know, it shouldn't have gone down that way. And exactly why it did go down that way. So, I mean, there was uh, there was nothing like that. So uh, the fact that they did not even come out and address the crowd and try and explain about the mail ballot dump. Very, very surprising. And the reason I, I want to be clear about that. Uh, right now, 137, is just the fact that this is not an everyday occurrence. You have people that came, and again, we're in Cranston, right off of 295, <clears throat> with the uh, Rhode Island Board of Elections. This is their brand new parking lot. They used to be Branch Avenue, uh, right across. Hi, do you want to? Yes, have a seat. Oh, good. We have another Trump supporter. What's your uh, first name? Stephanie, I am former Miss Rhode Island Latina 2016. Wow, all right, congratulations. I didn't realize that. And so uh, tell us what brought you out here today. To support Trump, to speak the truth, because something is going on. I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my stomach. Something wrong is going on, and they're stealing our votes. My husband's vote shows an active for some reason. And we went in person. We voted yesterday. Uh, well, not yesterday, November 3rd. Tuesday. Tuesday. And we decided to check yesterday. Mine says active. His says inactive. Why? We want answers. Wow. Now, the Board of Elections, aren't you surprised, Stephanie, that they didn't come out and address the crowd and say, we understand your concerns. Let us explain what happened. Super surprised. It is our right to know what's going on, given what's being said about the fraud. Why can't they just give us a clear answer if there's nothing to hide? Now, you were Miss Latina, Rhode Island, 2016, is that correct? That is correct. Stephanie, okay. Um, A lot of the local media were shocked at how well President Trump did in the Latino community, Providence and Central Falls. You don't seem surprised. No, not at all. I'm not surprised because he is the truth. Trump is the first president to fight for the American people. I could be Latino all I want, but I'm American. I'm an American citizen, and he's the only one that has our best interests at heart. And we know that, we feel it, his policies speak for themselves. The facts are in, what he did in four years, what he did for Puerto Rico. He gave us $13 billion in, in uh, aid repair. He fixed their electric grid. I mean, he's getting it done. How can we deny the, what's getting done? We can't deny that. The Latino community in Florida, especially, where the media is shocked, is a lot of the Latino community in Florida said, we don't want to go back to socialism. We left a socialist regime. They don't understand the difficulty in what happens if the United States, if we move into socialism. It'll be horrible. We wouldn't. We won't have freedom at that point. Our freedom will be taken from us. We will be told what to do. They would mandate vaccines on us. They would lock us down. They would lock us in our homes. And who knows? Where, where do we go from there? Now, who came out with you today? You guys have a nice group. So uh, I have my husband with me, yeah. Kenneth Rizari. Um, we have uh, just Trump supporters. Um, just another my neighbor, a friend from that I know since high school is out here. So. These are these are the people that are still my friends after I claim that I'm a Trump supporter. See, isn't that ridiculous, though, Stephanie, as far as, you know, you're tolerant if someone else believes with who they believe. But why can't you support your candidate? That's the treatment I received. It is. And I call that racist treatment. You're, tre- you're being racist when you do that. All in the name of Trump. 
when Trump does not, has done nothing but good for us? Yes. If I had mentioned Joe Biden, I would not get this type of backlash. That's Why? Right. That's right. Hey, tell us a little bit about your background. Are you fluent, obviously? I am. I'm fluent in Spanish. Say good afternoon to everyone right now that's listening, that are Trump supporters that are listening in Spanish. Hola, mi gente latina. Buenas tardes. Trump 2020 para el voto latino. Now, do you feel, should there have been more of a concerted effort in Rhode Island within the Latino community to get Trump supporters? Because he actually did very well in Providence, Central Falls, in certain urban core. He got far more votes than the, the media was shocked about. The reason why they're shocked about it is because we're not allowed to speak about it. You speak about it. You say you're a Trump supporter in Rhode Island. You get attacked. That's right. You have to keep it a secret. My mom, mom, sorry for putting you out there, but she voted Trump. And it's our secret, which is now out. <laughs> so my sister might get mad. But we voted Trump and we had to speak and in, in, in just hide him. We just had to hide that. You know, he got the most diverse group to vote for him since 1960 in JFK. The president had young Latinos voting for him. He had a lot of young black males voting for him. Do you, do you see, Stephanie, that it's the media that was creating this thing of like, oh, no, no, no one Latino is going to vote for him because he's a racist. That That's ludicrous. Extremely ludicrous. And for the fact that they, they think if they say something, it becomes fact and factual, doesn't make it fact. Now tell me about election night when you were watching the results. And I mean, at 8 o'clock, they pushed the Rhode Island results online. And boom, trust President Trump is in the lead. So I like to watch right side broadcasting because they give me good, straight, clean news. We were red. We were celebrating at home, dancing to YMCA all night. And we had our flags and we were in good spirits. We were praising the Lord. We were thanking the Lord because we were red. And when we woke up the next day, it said we were blue. We had no choice but to actually look for you on Facebook and see what was going to happen next and show up to say something about it. And here we are. Now, have you seen, and again, folks, we're with Stephanie, who is uh, 2016 Miss Rhode Island Latina. Are you still involved with pageants or are you all done? At this moment, no. Um, I settled and um, raised my family. I have twins that are one and a two-year-old, so mom mode. And this is why I'm fighting so hard for Trump, because I'm a mother and this is for my children's future. Very nice. But you've seen on Facebook, when I go to and cover the protests, they don't want me to cover the protests because they just don't like my coverage of the protests and think about it they scream racist and fascist for instance if anyone came today a liberal block they can record anything they want right they can listen to you they can listen to us they they want to control the message they want to control the narrative they're the socialists they're the ones that are not american i believe they try to bank on people's ignorance and they're going off based off headlines and not reading the actual article and what's taking place a person such as you uh john i respect you so much and i thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving us the truth you're an adult you can handle the truth you deserve the truth we don't want fantasy land they're destroying our faith in voting our votes matter. Your vote matters, right? Here you have 300 people come out at lunchtime to the Board of Elections saying what happened with the mail ballots, and no one comes out and addresses it. Not one single person comes out and addresses it. That's because something is going on in there, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. We have to. We have to. But it is so unfair what they're doing to the president. You know, they tried to label him right away. Russian, you know, it's amazing, Stephanie. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePeter on this Friday. The people that right now are saying there's no evidence. This is a CNN. The rest of it. There's no evidence there was fraud in this election. They're the same people that were telling me and telling you that Russia interfered and got him elected in the first place without any evidence. Right? No evidence. And the one evidence that we do have is Joe Biden's laptop, and they're not telling us about it. But right side broadcasting is you can find it on GTV.org, by the way, if you want to go and see it yourself is on GTV.org. You want a, you want a president such as Joe Biden to have a corrupt son? If he's if his son's corrupt, that means Joe Biden's corrupt and he's compromised. We don't need that we, weakness in the free country. We are the free country of the world. We are America, the best nation in the world. So your mother voted president. She sure did. She said that since he became president, she's seen more opportunity, and uh, she now she's now working. She she's she sees the opportunity. She's taking advantage of it, and she knows that. 
that we did our research and that what we found is that Trump is fighting for the people and we're here to fight for Trump. Have you ever seen anyone, look how they ganged up on him. The baton was supposed to be attacked, passed to Hillary. <clears throat> that didn't happen. And look at the way they relentlessly attacked him. Doesn't matter whether it's true or not. First, it was the whole Russian collusion. Then it became the impeachment. Then it was the Biden's going to blow it out and the whole thing with the pandemic. And, and, and you still have people on Election Day. The people went out and voted for President Trump. We voted for President Trump because he put in the work. He showed us. We saw the people. We saw the 30K, 40K, 50K. We saw the peaceful protests, the rallies. We saw Air Force One land. We. It was a thrill. It was the American dream. I got to see that with my own Did you? Well, tell us. Tell us about it. I wasn't there in person, but I see. I made the time to see each and every one of the rallies. And I lived it through the TV. And I hope that he does become or get reelected so he can give us that treatment and we can show up again as Americans. What do you think, Stephanie, around the country was seeing, you know, someone that was born in 1900 supposedly voted, uh, dead people voting, uh, people, I mean, it, it is ludicrous, the voter fraud that's been going on around the country to try to unseat him. I believe that you can't trump the Trump and he's playing chess. This is just one move in that board game. If they claim victory, they're gonna shut. They're gonna put the nail in the coffin. We're gonna take it to the Supreme Court, and we're gonna we're gonna win. You know what else? Before I let you go, and you have a beautiful family and a lot of enthusiasm. What is so unfair is, you know, this whole business that everyone's a racist. You know, they like to chant when I cover the protests. America was really never that great. Uh, America, you know, it's really a racist country built by racist. Like it's so unfair. They wanna destroy what we regard as the USA like they they actually they they don't live in the same country we live in like there are people as you know people that swim 90 miles to try to get here people do anything anyone in the world wants to go somewhere if they could come anywhere it'd be the USA and we are filled with people that hate the country and the country's evil and it's racist and we have to burn it down and destroy it and you know I had the the leader of Black Lives Matter saying if he wins we're going to burn down the cities of Providence and like it's all violence with them there's nothing they have no positive message I believe it's clear as day it's good versus evil it's good versus evil and if you mention you know, just God, just the word God, it becomes a problem. It shouldn't be that intense. Um, as far as of racism, I'm, I'm Latina. I grew up in Providence, and there's no racism here. There, there's, there's no racism here. Yes, there is, a, a, there is an issue with police brutality. That. That doesn't make the police bad. That's not every. That's not every police officer. We can weed out the bad ones. We can reform that. There's a solution for everything, and the solution is not violence, and it's not to treat people as if you're a racist because that's the treatment I'm getting now. I am getting racist treatment now. Are you really? Yeah, that I claim Trump. Now that I claim Trump, I'm getting the racist treatment. I'm no longer a Latina to most. I'm no longer a minority to most because I am voting for Trump. What do you make of Mayor Laura's of the current, what section of the city did you grow up in? I grew up in Providence, in the entire section. The entire section. What do you make of Mayor Laura's saying, we need to offer reparations to make good because people of color cannot succeed in the city of Providence because of racism? I say we need new leaders because we have the money. We have what it takes to make it better. It's just not being distributed the, the right way. So if we, we, we want to see change, we need new leaders. Now, Stephanie, again, uh, you know, you're, you're very impressive. What, what do you, you know, are you running for office? Are you involved? Are you just a citizen? Uh, obviously, if you entered a pageant like that, you don't mind the spotlight, the limelight. What, what, are, what you know, you, I'm very impressed. What, what are your plans going forward? Trump woke up a new dream inside of me. I want to go back to school for finance and political science and see what comes from that. Um, I do want to speak to the people. I do want to make sure that us Americans are being respected, our Constitution is being respected. So right now the Lord is working with me. I can't tell you directly or, or what, what it will be, but I can tell you that 
I want to learn finance and I want to learn political science. And hey, if you ever need me to come out and speak to someone, I'm more than willing to. I will do that. And you know what else? It's so important. And again, folks, good afternoon on this beautiful Friday right now at 1.50. It's John DePietro right outside the Board of Elections in Cranston. And that is that, you know, the socialism has failed everywhere. That's not the solution, right? You take away people's initiative. If everybody gets a C plus, the A student doesn't study to try to get that A, right? We are Americans. We thrive on greatness. We thrive on people to try to be the greatness. We thrive on competition. We're the envy of the world. We are being dragged down by people that feel, oh, no, competition isn't good. Oh, no, people shouldn't strive for greatness, right? That there's something inherently wrong. Socialism, that is what they're pushing us towards. That, that's not the United States of America. I don't, I don't see that working for no one. You know, everyone has a different caliber, and everyone has a, their own place. Why can't a champion be a champion? Let him be the champion. And Trump is, he's the champion of the people. You cannot trump the Trump. If you want to give a message, because a lot of times, obviously, I speak with the campaign, I speak with the White House, the president. What message would you send to the president right now? The media is pounding on him, people telling him you can't. I, I, I believe he deserves to be able to go through the process. Let's get to every vote. What would be your message right now to the president? Oof, if, I had a, if I could say anything to the president, is thank you from the bottom of my heart. President Donald Trump, thank you. Thank you for fighting for us, for finally someone stepping up and having the courage to take down the deep state. We've been in this rut for a long time. And uh, President Trump is the only one with the courage to do something about it. So now that he did for us is our time to do for him and to have his back. He gave us a new chance. He made me love my country again. He made me love America again. Uh, love America again. He made America great again. He's going to continue to make America great. And I just want to thank him from the bottom of my heart. We see you, Mr. President, and we're here for you. We have your back just like you have our back. What is your reaction when you would see him come off Air Force One and then go and greet the crowd like that? Very emotional. I get very excited um, to see that happening. I can I I can feel he cares for the people. He gave up his perfect life for us. That means he cares about us. That means he cares about the future of this country. Because when he goes, his children will remain. His grandchildren will remain, as will mine, as will yours. And we need that America to be great when we're not here. Stephanie, you're great. Thank you so much for talking to us. All right. Great job, you guys. All right. All right. Come down. All right. Who's next in the chair? We have a little bit of time left. Have a seat. Have a seat. Because you're going to remember this. All right. Hold on. Back up just a little bit. You're a little close with no mask. This is a very powerful microphone, and uh, we will talk to you. All right. All right. Go ahead. This is a very powerful mic, so you don't have to be right up on top of it. Back up just a little bit. How come no mask? No mask? All right. All right. You don't like it. All right. But go ahead. What's your first name? My name's George. George. I know you. I know you from Facebook. All right. Go ahead. So I want to talk a little bit about the whole voter fraud concept, and you're going to maybe remember this. I'm going to go back to 2010 when it was John Chafee and, and um, excuse me, Lincoln Chafee and John Robitaille. And my little anecdotal story is I was following the race the whole night, and Robitaille and Chafee was seven or 800 votes apart. They kept switching positions, okay? And then I remember it was 99% of precincts reporting. I don't know, it was 1130 or close to midnight. I went to take a shower. I figured, good, it's a done deal. I came out of the shower, 100% reporting, and on the 100%, now all of a sudden, Lincoln Chafee, 7,500 votes ahead. So the next morning, I went on the Board of Elections website, and I took all the data, and I made a spreadsheet of it. And the interesting thing was the total number of votes cast for governor, which was the highest amount in, as far as the election, was 341,000 and change. And then I said, well, that's interesting. Let me see what the next highest statewide race total was and I looked at that and it was 334,000. I forgot if it was for treasurer or attorney general but one of the next uh, statewide races. So I thought that was particularly odd and telling so I called the board of elections later on that morning and I said I, I, I have a question. I said how is it that the governor the Lincoln Chafee got 7,500 more votes in that last percent? He says who are you? Who am I? I said, I'm a voting constituent in the state of Rhode Island. I said, and I want to know what's going on because this, this smells fishy. What's fishy about it, he asked. I said, what's fishy about it is because, what's fishy about it is because how is it that, that this, this 8,000 vote block came in with 1% left? He says, well, what's wrong with that? I said, well, because it suggests that 8,000 people voted only for governor. 
And he says, yeah, what's your point? I said, that's my point. Something wrong's going on. And then I want to just interject for a second because I, I remember exactly what you're talking about. And I want everyone to understand this. And that is we're to believe mm -hmm. that all these people went into the ballot box to vote and that they only voted for the governor's race. And that never happens. Exactly. All right, continue. That's exactly the point. And I think that's to the tune of 8,500 right. in Providence, whatever that last, whatever that last percentage was that pushed Chafee over the, the hump. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. So it's very telling to what's happening now if we fast forward 20 years, okay, because I know there's talk to say, well, geez, how could, how could Trump lose but the down-ballot Republican Senate races and stuff won? Well, the simple answer is that, to save time and, and to do this large-scale corruption voter fraud, it's very easy to just mark one thing and throw those ballots in the machine to be read. So I really think it's important for the number crunchers to start looking at this already as it stands. Joe Biden has, has, has tallied up more votes than even Barack Obama did. It's unprecedented. It's How can this guy who couldn't draw 12 people yeah. get so much motivation now? So you say, well, there's motivation to get rid of Trump. But I think that motivation is not as great as this because if it was, they wouldn't have needed to cheat. So, I mean, you, you look at the map and you look at, I say, call the normal states. The normal states, they counted their votes. Trump was declared a winner. And in those states where he won, he won big. It was 10, 12, 15, 17, 18 percent. So when you look at voter tallies coming in in Michigan, Wisconsin, that are 90-something percent and they're way in favor of Trump. And then now all of a sudden these mysterious votes appear and, 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 and it flips the whole thing just like Rhode Island. Look, we all saw Rhode Island was Trump, even Barrington. And I sent it to my yes. friend from Barrington and said, can you believe one afternoon of flag waving in front of Town Hall in Barrington, Barrington actually voted for Trump. Yeah. It was blowing my mind. And then 1 a.m., whatever happened, 100,000 emergency ballots. Now, listen, you've got a situation right now where we have mail-in ballots, we have early voting, and then day of voting. Yep. How would there be the need for 10% of the population of this state to have to need an emergency ballot. I used an emergency ballot in June. I had to take a flight last minute, and I went to town, City Hall in Providence, and I voted. That's fine, and I know that happens. But given this climate, how the hell could we have 100,000 emergency ballots? It makes no sense. You know what else, George? I just want to, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Right now, it's 157. We're still outside the Board of Elections. But what also, you know, in 2010, and you're right, I remember that. I remember that phone call because you were 100% on the money. We would believe those people only went in and voted for that. But think of this. That was with notarized mail ballots. Right. This this election, George, no notar no notary at all involved. Those mail ballot applications were mailed out. Whoever sent it back got a ballot, and then suddenly you have record. Do, do you have any doubt? I mean, this was massive mail ballot fraud and murder. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind the way it was sent out kind of willy-nilly. People got ballots that, that didn't even live there. We already know the Rhode Island voter rolls are over 780,000, which is false. There's over 100,000 that are erroneous. Oh, yeah. And we also know that uh, the Secretary of State the, the, didn't want to clean them and also remove Social Security, uh, excuse me, remove date of birth. Date of birth. From, from the voter rolls so that we couldn't figure out which John Smith was which John Smith. So everything they've done up to this point has been to create an environment where this kind of massive fraud could occur. And what does it tell you? It's 158, but what does it tell you, George? They would not even let the Trump Rhode Island people inside to view any of the mail ballots that supposedly got dumped in for Biden. This, well, this is outrageous. I forgot who said it. I think it was somebody on TV that said, would you go to the bank to, and cut the security cameras if you were just going to deposit a check? So when you want this cloak of secrecy, this cloak of privacy and, and, and visibility in a sense, and you, 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 you eliminate the ability for somebody to scrutinize what you're doing, it's clear that you're committing a crime. It's clear that you're doing something you're not supposed to. George, I'm so glad you came by. Keep me posted. I know you're going to dig into the numbers more. Oh, I'm Folks, with this one. good. All right. Good job. Good, good job. Folks, it's John DePietro. Again, we're wrapping up. I want to thank uh, the great Jeff Gamach. Coming up is going to be the 2 o'clock news. Remember, go to the website, dipietro.com. You can also follow me on uh, Facebook and Twitter. So I want to thank uh, Jeff. This was quite a broadcast uh, this afternoon, folks. We are uh, right outside the Rhode Island Board of Elections as uh, we're wrapping up. The John Dion program is next, 2 o'clock news. We're back Monday at 11. We're going to follow the story over the course of the weekend. And again, thank you for tuning in. If you want to reach me, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And again, a lot of people are uh, very upset over the way that this came out. And then uh, no explanation at all regarding how the mail ballot dump came out in that way. So, again, thank you to Jeff. Thank you to everybody for listening right now. It's